0: Crossface. The Daily Talk Show: A conversation sometimes worth recording
1: with Josh Jensen and Tommy Jacket. It's a Daily Talk Show, everyone. Episode two hundred and three, live here from Collingwood. Yeah, correct. Uh,
0: This, how a day are we back together working? Because this is more of an official capacity now that we're working in the mm-hmm. same office. Are you asking what day did we actually start? Yeah, I can't remember. Was it just last week? You were in a bit of a haze last week feeling jet lagged. So mm-hmm. it, this is really the first week yeah. that we're back at it. Mm-hmm. Um, picking up on a few things. What? You, you love to procrastinate and bring people in
1: on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are just a, a snowflake that will just do whatever... True. That is, there's always different perspectives to
0: <laughs> situations, but I definitely feel it. No, I think the it's it's one of your traits of being able to suck in the energy, sucking people to yeah. your energy. Maybe it's you at a different frequency. It's um. We've been talking a lot about co-working spaces, and the we went and visited my brother, Michael, yeah. who works at a co-working space, and. Was this? Is this your first experience of um, understanding a, a, like going to one of what was it? The Commons, which yeah, is a commons large co-working yeah. space. Is that your first time going there? Uh, it like to meet someone, seeing no, the day to day. No, no,
1: I've met I've met uh, people there before. Lucy works in uh, the same. Way. Yeah,
0: yeah. It just so happens there's about five people we know in this
1: co-working yeah. space. It's a weird. Unleashed. You said this would be a great mockumentary. <laughs> mockumentary. So. Uh, I think that I – when it comes to open plan offices, yeah, my personality is the reason why there shouldn't be open plan offices. <laughs> or the, it's at least the thing of if you are going to um, – it depends. What is an open plan office for, do you think? Um, well, I thought that they did it to – Make not a co working
0: space, just an no. open plan office. Open plan office is to make it so that everyone's on the same playing field. Mm. I thought it was to sort of open up the communication. Yeah. Um,
1: Being able it, to turn to the person next to you.
0: Yeah. Well, you, yeah. So you're not, you can get up and say something rather than send an email. Yeah. Potentially, which doesn't happen in mm. big companies. <laughs> Everyone is on the email train. On the Slack. on Yeah. Going hard. But, um, yeah, I mean, you've worked in more big media companies outside of ours yeah. uh, than I have. Mm-hmm. And what are the learnings from the the? Actually, were you the same as what you are here? Yeah. So what at, do
1: you? So what is you your obs- finish your observation? Okay, without, you, you can be offensive. I don't no, no, no,
0: no. I don't think there's anything wrong with what you do, unless we have deadlines. Yeah. <laughs> um, because the deadlines can be pushed back. Like I, I always think. Even this podcast, I've pushed this back today Mm -hmm. because for me, it can throw me off from an energy perspective. Where I put so much into this, and then I'm sort of excitable about something, and we go down,
1: you know, a train of thought Mm -hmm. about the show and what we're doing. So, well, why don't we let's talk through the day, and we'll see what the rabbit holes (laughs) were. How about that? Okay, so we, so we got, uh, I got in quarter past. Six. Yeah, I ended. I called you at twenty-five past six because I couldn't work out how to open the front door. Yeah, it's a latch down the bottom. Yeah, well, it, the latch was hard to open, but I, I got there because yeah. I, I know about the key and all that sort of thing. Yeah, I should have
0: said you can kick
1: it. Can,
0: uh, you can use your foot because it's like I don't want to have to
1: kick in it. Nah. That's <laughs> this is. You even showed me a little hack of how to maybe open one of the locks the other day, and it involved. Uh, but potentially, potentially looking like you breaking It in. was like lock It's like mate You know For this specific bit This storage bit You'd actually Can just lock, Pick the You were teaching me How to pick a lock <laughs> And then I was like Oh I don't have that key And I was there Picking the lock I was like yeah. What the fuck this yeah. is this is
0: my office. What are we doing? <laughs> There's a different line of thinking. Mine's this is fun doing this. Yeah. I feel like I'm breaking in mm. without being charged for it. But you
1: no, know, so you got in early. So I got in early and gave you a call straight away. Yeah, tried, sorted that out. But then I had a uh, a podcast interview. Yeah, uh, from eight o'clock that I was doing for someone else's podcast. Yeah, I'm pr- pretty full. I don't have any. I don't really. It's not that I'm not respectful, but when I'm doing my thing and I'm in my zone, there is no regard in the sense of, I noticed that after I got off that call, because the last like 15 minutes was me talking to the guy after the podcast Mm. and he was based in um, Toronto. It was the first time I'd spoken to him and I was pacing around. I thought there is four other people in the office at the time. And I got off, and I was like, "Oh, hey, everyone!" But I was like, "Oh, yeah. actually, I didn't even realize Mason, uh, who works with us, I didn't even say hello. Like, it didn't even register. <laughs> it was like 15 minutes later, yeah, after Mason probably had thought that I'd interacted in just by being here, yeah. Until well, I actually I th- out th- to him. this this is why I pushed the podcast back because
0: you were lost until uh, maybe the, maybe it tripped you up. So today's one of the days I actually noticed, yeah." Um, where you are flying
1: and maybe it's the podcast in the morning mm-hmm. sets you up yeah. to be cognitive, cognitively flying. Flying maybe in the sense of so because we had a meeting soon up. So that finished at 9.15. Yeah. Then you were working on a little edit that we just put out yeah. uh, of Los Angeles from our, our trip. And um, so then we went down and I said, do you want to grab a coffee? So we grabbed a coffee mm. around 9.30. Yeah. Uh, and then during that coffee, we I've got non-negotiables here and I've written down we need to email a client for a job that we've got on. We've got to record the daily talk show. Uh, we need to do a, a client audit which I had down for one o'clock which was us going through all of our clients that we mm. had separately and working out which ones we actually wanted to reach out mm. to. And yeah, 100%. To.
0: So there's a bunch of stuff that we've actually done
1: them surprisingly, yeah. but it, it, surprisingly because well we did a lot of things outside of the non negotiables yeah. before we did the yeah, non negotiables.
0: But maybe this is the thing. So the the whole reason, and it's not like this is not some rock solid pre, um, principle we've been following. It's been one day that we've done yeah. this non negotiable thing of what are the tasks? Yeah, which makes sense. What are the the tasks that you have that you've? We're not giving ourselves an option. Yeah.
1: To not do. You have to walk away at the end of the day and say, I have got to do these things. And as long as I do them, I can walk away and say, I've had a good day. Maybe did I put the, did I set the bar too low? Because we've done the non-negs, but it feels like I've done a lot of other shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that that was what I was thinking in that moment of like, I think you can be loose and have fun and sort of (laughs) maybe that comes for other people it's at their detriment yeah but you can get you can have a heap of fun and get a, a couple of things done
1: we had my we have my brother here right now he that was an anonymously yeah. anom- anomaly yeah just in an our day, invited which him, which is great invited him over we went and had grilled he had a basketball we'll, I was gonna if we had time I was gonna uh, test out some audio stuff with i had the someone guitar. i had someone pop in as well
0: and I was thinking So you don't want to be so strict in your day where Mm -hmm. you like seem anti-social or, you know, you're giving pushback at everything. But uh, it is an interesting thing working around others where you need to put your foot down at some point and go, guys, we've got to wrap this up Mm -hmm. and get together and do some work. Well,
1: I'm the natural leader in some regards and so maybe that's part of the risk too is people will like we – I don't know how we got onto it, but we started talking about the live streaming. It was because Uh, Mason was... You and I had talked a bunch about the opportunities of uh, having Mason, who's been doing some free work and being like, you know what? Like one of our... Literally one of the goals we wrote down was around being able... The people that we have on to help us to be able to pay them and to bring them on the books and all that sort of thing from the beginning. And so you and I had had that conversation. So then that was the first time... We'd seen Mason. Yeah. Since then. Well, yeah, you've got to go with the flow sometimes. But you're probably going to
0: wait. Were you like I get well, sometimes? I, I, maybe I like be. to I like to read a moment and go. No, nah, may as well do this here. Yeah. It's and you um, read it and was
1: like, oh, it makes actually makes sense. We're yeah. talking
0: about this shit. Yeah. I I just what I'm battling with is when do you not you personally, but in any situation when do people when is it like. When do you really put your foot down? When Mm -hmm. do you get really rigid? And being rigid, does that uh, mean that you sort of have no fluidity in
1: creativity? What do you think? No, well, I think that you can be the stick in the mud. I think that's the worst feeling and what the unfortunate thing that can happen is that when you're in a group dynamic, you being the one who's pushing forward the thing that's – the work that's not necessarily the fun bit isn't ever the fun place to be. Like it's it's never the, uh, what would you call it? Like it's not the goal. You don't want to be that personality. Yeah, you don't want to be a fun spatch. Yeah. All so, right, guys, we're going to wrap it up and go home. Yeah.
0: It's only
1: 10.30. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's – um it, today was very – I think it was because I had the confidence in the, the non-negotiables and that we're still going to get them done mm. but also – you and I have talked about like being in a space where it's just you and I versus having other people in. If I if I have I see almost faces and people as little obligations. Mm. And so and that normally takes priority over the obligations that are on my to do list. Mm. So if um Derek comes in, I'll want to feel like I have a chat with her. I don't wa- yeah. I don't want to ever be dismissive because I know that it's like a, I can always because I enjoy having a conversation. Yeah,
0: bumping into people is one of those things. It's like, like fucking Seinfeld <laughs> a little bit here <laughs> yeah. today, don't you think? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> As you say that, someone was walking out with a large painting, a delivery guy, yeah. and it had vibes of a Seinfeld episode. Just walking down the stairs, dropping it. No, there definitely is. There is... I I remember working in a gym and it felt like there should be some reality TV show. Just some comedy about personalities and quirks just like a co-working space yeah there is i mean this is why ricky gervais is so
1: rich because he (laughs) actually just did that so do you think what was it like when you were working at the bigger radio stations when you weren't necessarily the talent but you were day-to-day grind digital content producer yeah was there a lot of banter going on was there a lot of walking around and talking yeah
0: it's good i mean the departments really are broken up so you can sort of You know, it's almost like you walk over a group of people that are all working away, but you've got friends there and then you can feel like you can, you don't feel, yeah, it's like a new, you know, when you walk up and just say, what's going on over here? It's like gives you, it's entertainment though. It's selfish because it does. Like They're looking up and going, yeah, they're being polite. But then you can get them so you can sense when
1: they don't want a bar of it and then you can hook them in and then like they're on. Well, Bree loves a chat and, but she's also super efficient, super driven, super focused. And so she's gotten back from a, her trip and she's already said like, I have become the person that people will go to if they want to have a chat. What do <laughs> I do? She said, what do I do? Because I don't want to like be rude. Yeah, and so my tactic is, I said, just wear headphones. If you have to physically, like, I'm not a compl- It Didn't work for Chase Jarvis. I went straight up to him. Was so on good. our podcast. Well, but if you're at, a, if someone's at a desk and they've got headphones on, I even thought about it with Jimmy, uh, our mate, a uh, conspiracy theorist. Jimmy. It's <laughs> um, not his nickname. Can we make that his nickname or no? <laughs> <don't> he, he <laughs> made, that's a good example. My, uh, Tuesday, I think I spent. Um, 45 minutes talking to him about the, the mainstream media <laughs> And the American political landscape yeah.
0: yeah, I opted out of that conversation Where did you even go
1: for that time? <laughs>
0: I think I just left
1: But that was for 45 minutes
0: I know, I was doing something and I was like, fuck, I'm out of this one
1: Yeah Definitely we had not it, involved <laughs> in <with> that <laughs> But no, Jimmy, uh, yesterday I saw there was a moment It was actually when you told me It was when I wasn't necessarily vibing it But you said, I'm, I just need to take a piss and we'll go Just go talk to Jimmy. (laughs) Do you remember you saying that? Yeah. Which is sort of a fucked up thing. Why couldn't I just stand... Literally, there's like toilets and then there's another office next door to us. You don't want to be a pest, but then you So, I went into Jimmy. and So, Jimmy's got his headphones in and I just sort of walk in as if he's invited. Like, I'm like, hey, man. Oh, hey. But I didn't really have anything to say. It was almost like I felt like you'd teed up this thing (laughs) and that he should have met me with some sort of interest as well. I
0: I think I was just referring to you to um, go and say hi to him. What's up, bro?
1: Just say hello, not delve into uh, political conversation. But then before you know (laughs) it, I think in that moment, this is the other thing that somehow ends up happening is I tend to get I mean, it's only been a few days here in the off- the office that we have together and I've already had a couple of packages Yeah, and somehow they've been quite big in size and they've started conversation from the standing desk to the new yeah. microphone, the audio mixer. You know, the thing about receiving packages is the fucking packaging yeah.
0: is the most annoying it's part. A, it's a big it's box. Cardboard, recyclable, but it's called bins. We don't. We have a lack of them. Even yeah. our apartment block doesn't have enough mm. bins for the amount of like recycling we, we have. Where do we put stuff? Here? Yeah, we we've got very limited bins, and we've got a few q, um, square meters now of cardboard yeah. that we need to we need dispose to work out of. Something. Yeah, it is because you want you don't want people to have more rubbish because mm. I think more bins encourage more rubbish. Yeah, I remember in New York when we were there. Um, seeing there was a big sign it was like um, box, like crush your boxes before you put them in because they have like garbage rooms and yeah. a lot of the apartment box but that is a place that you you see the garbage mm. it's so notable because there is so many people and everyone's getting
1: Amazon deliveries yeah and so there's boxes everywhere
0: yeah there's boxes flying in everywhere
1: there was even like at our old place in Abbotsford where Bray and I lived there the bin room was yeah. just disgusting oh just like because people were using like they were thinking that the whole room was like yeah. the bin. Yeah. Like rather than that the bins go in the bin room, yeah. they're just like, oh, well, I've got hard rubbish. And when we we're leaving, we asked where we put the hard rubbish and they said just put it in the bin room. Yeah. So no wonder like that was their system. <laughs> so you just end up with manky old, the most, you know, the most disgusting type of hard rubbish. Tell what? me if you, you you know what it is. Guess. Um, What's well, one thing on the side of the road whenever you see it's like that's a bit filthy. Uh, fridge, old mattress. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Don't you think? What are they? Because what? Like, no one is ever going to take an old mattress, are they? Um, even homeless dude,
0: you'd be surprised what if you put it out. How quickly it will get taken? Mm. Just crappy old things, especially baby stuff. Like we're not put, but even if you put out like a dirty kind of chair or something, people will come past and grab it. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot more about um taking stuff and selling stuff
1: like. On the side, (laughs) fucking flipping shit. Really, I got onto a good. No, Amy and
0: I. Here's the thing, we don't live in an affluent suburb now. St Kilda's, St Kilda's, Kilda's or I mean, no, we lived in Bondi. Okay, which is like super expensive and really Mm -hmm. lovely places. There was stuff getting hard rubbish getting put out everywhere, and so we got in a system of taking stuff. Yeah. and putting it on the Bondi, uh, the eastern suburbs which is a uh, very like posh areas, into Vl- Vaucluse and mm. 20 million dollars sorry Vaucluse Vaucluse sorry which is a sub- suburb in the eastern suburbs
1: Vaucluse Vaucluse okay. unbelievable
0: looking out over the harbor crazy you could drop 15 million bucks on a, on a well, house I couldn't but yeah Vaucluse <laughs> yeah, you definitely could what a uh, name
1: Vaucluse it's an amazing neighbourhood. Anyway. V-A-U-C-L-U-S-E. The Clues. Vaucluse. Vaucluse. You know what?
0: It's so funny you questioning how I'm saying it. I was questioning myself whether that is right, but I'd never thought about – I just read the signs of the clues.
1: If you actually see the border of it, like where it borders, if you're looking on Google Maps. Tiny? It sort of looks a little bit – like Tasmania? Oh, yeah. Well, it's all hilly. So that's yeah. all just like heaps of
0: sort of really steep hill, mm. steep um, streets, such a sick suburb. Okay. But that's the eastern suburbs. And so the eastern suburbs, um, people have a lot of money and the uh-huh. stuff gets thrown out is awesome. Like, so, uh, what? What did you get? Uh, 2015 iMac. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: no, nothing like that.
0: But all awesome... Like um, vintage, um, vintage, like uh, fucking, what do you call it? Furniture for your house, and it sells really well. So we got <laughs> we got on a, in a frenzy of looking for stuff like that would sell really well. Those bedside tables uh-huh. gone, and so it was this free listing thing on Facebook. We would we would be putting stuff. How much up. money do you reckon you made? Oh, a couple hundred bucks, which was just extra extra money, which was great, and it's all cash. Sorry,
1: tax man, we. You've got no record of it, so... Other than this podcast, but it'd be sort of well, annoying to... you still... We can't anything. even index this thing, let alone <laughs> the ATO. Maybe so the ATO could do transcriptions for us.
0: Yeah. Well, it was good. And so when, if you live in the
1: eastern suburbs, it, it is more handy no. than the birds. It's great. It's great. But I I think with all of this stuff, it's like with Gary V. I yeah. I think that if... Especially if you've, if you've got a job that can pay well, mm. the... You should always just default to doing the job that you do and get yeah. paid well. Doubling down. Doubling down on that on rather than thing. all of a sudden. Because like, I get that. You can look at anything. I could be like, oh, man, you know, like if I work uh, night shift delivering uh, furniture, yeah. I c- it's actually really good money. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a hard sell to the, be like, okay, well, I'm just going to do that on the side. So
0: if you don't know who Gary Vee is, a guy who owns a $300 million business, Agency Gary Vaynerchuk, yeah. He's, Gary got Vaynerchuk, Vayner but he's, he's been doing this thing. He's like big on encouraging people to go garbage – no, no, not garbage. Uh, what is, what does he call it? Tra- trash talk? That's his new series where he goes garage shopping to well, flip stuff. He's not stuff. shopping
1: for garage. It's garage sales.
0: Garage sales, sorry. Garage sale shopping to find stuff that he can then flip on eBay. Yeah. There's a few things that's wrong with it. I love his message of people who aren't doing shit and don't have a job, well there's always to money actively, to be made. Yeah, well to be actively chasing the the money that could be made from, you know, the stuff that's getting sold. But there's also a fact that He's doing the bit that's the fun bit, which is the driving around. I'm sure you and I would have heaps of
1: fun driving to garage sale. I have a fucking Apple Watch that I'm not wearing. I I could literally do that with my like the shit that I already have. (laughs) That's the problem. Yeah, maybe you should encourage people to sell their own shit. That's versus buying other and then selling. But maybe people don't have shit. But I've got. I'm horrendous when it comes to. I had a big thing of just buying um, Saturdays New York T-shirts and stuff like that, and then I went all fucking minimal but I've still got all of that shit mm. in a bag at the moment. Should we, should we do a, no, a garage You need a house to do a garage
0: sale. In Bondi, they actually all the garage sales from apartment blocks are just like people that go to the
1: front and just have it on the nature strip out the front. Could you... Brie did that where she went to... What's the one in, near Hawthorne? The big... Uh, the the market, market. Camberwell market. Camberwell market. She did the Camberwell market. <laughs> the suburb near, ha- yeah. near Camberwell?
0: Near Hawthorne. This is, it's so, called Camberwell. Yeah, but it's the suburb next to it. Yeah. Near, yeah I love that you're – the because it's got a real brand about it, the Camberwell Market. Yeah. But
1: you remembered it via the suburb next to it. Well, because I drove Brie there. But I've got – no, I don't know – you know I don't know shit. But anyway, the um, – Yeah, that's big. Sunday but, morning. But also just – Pushing on price, people pushing yeah. on – I just couldn't – I don't think I would sell anything. Yeah.
0: So here's the thing. James was telling me about how he's – Conspiracy um, Jimmy. Yeah. Conspiracy
1: yeah. – can we call him that? Conspiracy <laughs> Jimmy's <is> pretty funny. <laughs> he was
0: telling me about how his wife sold this thing and it was on eBay and – oh, no, no, sorry, she sold a bunch of clothes and his point was, how, how much did you make? It was like, oh, a couple of hundred bucks. It's like for the time that goes in, mm. and the money that you get back is where he saw the problem. Yeah, it's like, whoa. So, like, what's your, if you break down your hourly
1: right? And this also, is the it's problem. like you bought that last week for five hundred. If you sell it for two hundred, yeah. you didn't make two hundred. You <laughs> well, lost three hundred.
0: So there's a so Gary V's message of going to garage sales and buying shit is, I like it but he's a dude whose hourly rate is probably 10 grand. Yeah. And so he's doing it for shits and giggles and he can make fun. But maybe you can get too cynical about this stuff. Like everything is important. If you enjoy it on the outside of your own job, it can be a – not everyone
1: has a job that they actually love yeah. or, you know, I think a bit wh- of si- – everyone's talking about side hustle.
0: Yeah, which I think it – so if you th- – I've thought about it, you know, oh, maybe Amy and I could do sell a few things on the weekend or whatever. It actually is something for her and I, and they enjoy it. Like so, for Jimmy's wife, it's she probably enjoys the the hustle. Mm-hmm.
1: Like there is something enjoyable, even if you're not getting your full hourly rate, your full Gary V rate. I do like there was something interesting about because with the businesses, you know, that we've been in and with our business now, mm. it's like we invoice, the money hits our account. There is something cool about cashies, where it's like when I sold yeah. that big sound mixer. And those two guys came to my place and I had sold it for five fifty and they came in with five hundred and then um, they said, Oh sorry, like we've only got five yeah. hundred. I said, Oh, that's okay, you don't need it. I knew they'd driven an hour and they yeah, were trying yeah. to fucking rip yeah. me. So Idiots. I said, Oh, that's okay, you don't need to buy it and then I started walking off and then he pulls out the other fifty out of There's his a fucking a game pocket. I think yeah. you would enjoy the game. I was nearly about to say, you know what, just for being a little bitch, you pay six <laughs> hundred I nearly did that. It's a, that's a power play. It's a that good power been, play too. Well, or you, you know what? Not for sale. Just, yeah, <laughs> just completely not for sale anymore. <laughs> I can change my just mind. What he said though. It, that's what shits me about this stuff is that they um, that they go hard on stuff. He didn't had no yeah. questions. I'm like, you know what? I said, uh, yeah, I'm happy to sell it today. Yes, I can do today because you're so easy. Yeah. He arrives there and he says, now, has it got a carry case? Or oh, I didn't say it has a carry case. He starts asking all of these questions and then he wants to um which makes sense but he didn't say it at the time he's like beforehand he's like can we test this mixer out so i'm at like the uh, foyer of my apartment block finding a fucking communal power point <laughs> to plug in my sound mixer and to show that it turned on it is it fair that he wants to know if it turns on yeah i guess i went to
0: i went to the front door of a um really nice house and the nanny answered the door and um, she was uh, selling for the owner the like uh, the automatic rocker for the baby She'd whack it in turn a button on it just like rocks the baby back and forth it's perfect and she's like oh does it work I said does it work she's like, not sure and I went and turned it on and like fiddled around with it and it didn't it didn't fucking work uh-huh. so they were being dodgy so pucks. some people I think do that shit yeah well, you got to be
1: vigilant. So you, you, you have to test this stuff mm. before – try before you buy it. Yeah, I know someone whose car was completely broken but it wasn't something – you had to drive long kilometres yeah. before it completely broke oh, down. jeez. So they did like a trade-in offer, got a great price for their car and got a new one. Yeah. I mean, are they fucking the car sales people or are they fucking the next person who buys that second-hand car? Well, Is that ethical? It's, yeah, it's totally not
0: on. Well, I don't know. I think any person who actually does that shit, mm. you've got a
1: you're you've got a bit going on. Yeah, it's a bit wrong. It's, <laughs> it's fucking wrong. Well, I mean, you were talking about uh, what was it we we're thinking about <laughs> getting an aircon and and maybe you joked about the the landlord, like as we do, do we pay for power? Yes, at this place. <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh, so Good you were, that thinking- we're having the meeting. About I'm uh, trying the to bills. work out what the outgoings are. What do, what do we pay a month for the power? Oh, it's pretty
0: cheap eighty or ninety bucks. Oh, that's good. A month. Do we have to pay water or anything? No, I've lived in plenty of apartment blocks where they didn't um, factor the splitting of water in at the build of the building. Yeah. So it was like thirty years ago, so there was only w- the landlord has to pay the the, b- the bill. Mm. Um, so. A bunch of apartments. I've never paid um,
1: water. Really? There was one. Oh, I wonder the, if you get caught caught out eventually. Well, the place in Shepparton where I lived, and we, the, had,
0: we had gas, never paid a gas bill. But
1: this is the thing. I had the case in the, my old office where we got a bill for. Uh, we had the office for two years. Mm-hmm. I hadn't even. I'd transitioned to. Uh, our business and this office, mm. but we got a bill for eight and a half thousand dollars because the landlord had for, had uh, forgotten to send us any outgoing. So we hadn't, I thought we'd been paying for everything. Mm. I'm a little bit like, I know the details or whatever, but it's like, I also don't like I, I care about the details, but then once they're going, I just,
0: I mean, uh, I don't know the law about someone say I'm out of the premises and I haven't paid that gas bill. There was no gas bill that came to us, so if I they guess came you back don't want to follow, us, do you? I mean, No, follow that up. Yeah, maybe it was a similar situation. He just he just pays some fee. Yeah. See, this is weird. Here's another thing. I forgot to tell you this. Amy missed her flight coming home from Sydney. Mm. On Monday. You were ropeable at I the beginning. I was so pissed off. Well, because
1: she didn't explain, she didn't communicate the story very well to you. So well, you lost your mind.
0: I, I'm triggered because
1: I think about how much it's you know when cost? So you love
0: someone and they're fuck up and the what what it will feel like for them is transferred to you yeah. or you take their feelings on as well. No, absolutely. And so I do that with Amy with anything because I'm going, she's with Bodie. Yeah. It's like the money we're going to have uh-huh, to pay and yeah. I'm feeling, oh, and she led with I've missed my flight and I'm thinking oh fucking hell how much is this going to cost she forgot to say they'd booked me on another one and I'm, I'm coming on the two o'clock one yeah. which was
1: but that was after you didn't just say there was a slight blow up for a couple of seconds and then you <laughs> okay then you had to be like oh <laughs> well like that's good. <laughs> and then you relax and you're like, okay, well that's well, all good. The first I wish she sort of led with that.
0: Yeah, and the reason I want to bring this up cuz I haven't followed it up and I it's taking a bit in me to stop stop myself from doing it first thing I said was, give me the fucking number of the transport business.
1: Yeah. Well, because she was getting a transfer. Oh, yeah. And so she'd asked the transfer company, what time do I need to leave? I think they asked her, what time's your flight? Yeah. Yep. No problem. One o'clock. Yep. We'll pick you up at 11. We'll get you
0: there. And so it was on them asking her the time yeah. of when the transfer is yeah. going to happen. Because so it was you're door, ready to door to door con- service.
1: You're, you're ready to contact the transfer. Do you reckon the transfer people on a side note would... Be able to cover that sort of thing. No, well, so it was a
0: hundred and sixty dollar transfer. That's how what? much it cost. For, Why? So because she's because of she, the pram. An hour and a, she's about an hour and fifteen minutes away from the airport, and Uber was. 145, but the Uber didn't have a baby seat and mm. she had Bodhi. so um, the transfer was just a bit extra, but it that was would door cost to door.
1: more than flights to from I, Mate, like, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. said the
0: last time we we're doing that, yeah, that, that's another bloody story, yeah. But I was the only reason why I haven't is because I haven't contacted the this transfer or company and fine. said, Bullshit, give me money, my uh, money back, you made, yeah. Your service uh-huh. made her miss her flight. Yeah, um, is because we didn't have to pay, and mm. they put her onto another flight. But would if you if, you, if Bree missed it? Yeah. if mm-hmm. Brie missed her flight, yeah. the same situation. Would mm-hmm. you would you email this company and say, "Last time we we're ever going with you, we want to refund." Yeah, I think
1: Bree would be all over that, and is just it be fair? like, "Yeah, we had we had something probably similar in some regards. Was we paid for this whole tour?" Uh, in Pompeii, mm. and then there was a storm, so they just didn't go to one of the bits of like the the whole tour. Ten uh, percent minimum, yeah, and you so want off, yeah, and so then we're like, <laughs> well, can we get that bit of yeah. it off? And so they end up giving you like the entry fee of what mm. we paid, which was like a real minimal amount. Mm. But um, uh, one of my thought processes, which I
0: shut down, was. Um, no, it's a, i guess it's extortion uh we want a refund or we're, leave, we're leaving a really bad review about your service <laughs> which was a tactic to shut down it could but, work. i mean what I, I was thinking about businesses and owning one and if people actually do this like people doing this to us mm-hmm. would be really annoying well
1: yeah luckily that we're b2b jake i was uh, we've got my brother jake here i was uh referencing the guitar he's got a guitar i'd suggested to jake that i'd finish the show playing uh him playing a song and me playing us singing. but we didn't actually uh he didn't rehearse rehearse at all so <laughs> we, we can give it a go but jake's just getting getting the guitar but i think the difference is it's b2b i think it'd be a lot more sort of uh, a bit weirder yeah. if um if if it was a Business writing something negative about us. Okay, right. Does yeah. that happen? How often do businesses? When would big media company write about a another company and say oh, I'm not happy? Yeah, it would seem funny. I think
0: yeah, the the kooks come out when it's business to consumer, consumer to business, mm.
1: and so yeah, people are just it's so it's talk, so true. So, so talking about the the kooks uh, coming out. So we'd mentioned uh, on the episode with. Josh Pitterman, that uh, what ended uh, my uh, music career with my brother Jake. We had a band. You, do you remember what the band was called?
0: Um, no, I don't. But The Fact You are No Good wasn't the reason Jake it and ended. the Fat
1: Man. Jake and the Fat Man was the name. And yeah. so, uh, no, we, I remember having a big blow up because I think I wanted to do uh, Missy Higgins' scar. <laughs> and I don't think maybe Jake wasn't a fan of playing it. Uh, what, what was the reason, Jake? I just didn't like it. I was Yeah. I, I think I was a bit edgy at the time. So I didn't... I just wanted to play edgy stuff. Yeah. I was <laughs> playing a lot of uh, Offspring and stuff like that. Blink-182. No corn. Corn's a bit hard. Um, But so, TJ, can you put the microphone yeah. is this on taking Jake's, out? Jake's guitar? This is going to end the show. It's The Daily Talk Show. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com if you want to send us uh, an email. But we are going to perform the song that we've been wanting to perform for a very long time. This has been probably, what... 15 Years in the Making. This is a scar by Missy Higgins, performed by one of her big fans, Josh Jansen and uh, his brother, Jake. It's Jake and the Fat Man. It's a daily talk show. Yeah, I had no part in this. Neither did I. Okay, guys, get your hands up in the air. Let's do it. It's a daily talk show, talking you out with this song. He left a card, a bar of soap and a scrubbing brush next to a note that said, use these down to your bones. Come on. Yeah, come on, Mason. And before I knew I had shiny skin, and it felt easy being clean like him. I thought this one knows better than I do. Surprise, you know the words. A triangle trying to squeeze through a circle he tried to cut me so I'd fit. And doesn't that sound familiar? Doesn't that hit so close to home? Doesn't it feel peculiar <laughs> the way things could have gone? And there we go, right, everyone. It's it. the Daily Talk just, Show. Just a thought.
0: Yeah. It, it, I, like the guitarist really doesn't get enough cred. The man, the person who actually makes the noise is the singer. The <laughs> real <laughs> person with the talent here is uh, your brother. What
1: about, I remembered. Most of the lyrics. That was impressive.
0: Side note, Missy Higgins recently met the princess of Cambridge. Yeah,
1: and actually Derek on What Now uh, with Derek, listen to that podcast. He's in the – also people also listen to on our iTunes page. But uh, Derek actually is – his co-host is Dan Lee – Who's uh, married to Missy Higgins. Yeah.
0: Does that, keep, is that excite you because you are a Missy fan? Yeah, it's it's, it's a big deal. She's got a big concert. Ca- she's t- she I think it's with John Butler the Trio. Oh, They're really? doing my music bowl. Oh, lovely. We should go and sit on the grass. That I'd um, love that.
1: Next year. I'd probably get a bit itchy. We'll need to take a couple of <laughs> antihistamines, but we'll make that work. It's a daily talk show. Uh, thanks for listening. And our first copyrighted I said to Jake, maybe we do a bit of a parody so it doesn't sort of infringe. Well, there's but, definitely um, <laughs> parody vibes with your tone and your voice. <laughs> so talk show. have a good one.